This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. side of midnight it's monday it would not be monday without us uh, giving a pat on the back to those that deserved a pat on the back that's right it is time for us to give praise to the commendable the persons places or things that have done something that is laudatory and this week that list includes the following the other side of midnight presents Well, obviously, uh, this weekend, when we reflect back on what happened 21 years ago, it's no surprise that first and foremost on my list are the first responders that uh, that served on September 11th. Both those that died that we honor each year, including my friend, uh, firefighter Jeff Giordano, uh, both those that survived and that are still with us and uh, have a lot of memories that uh, I'm sure haunt them to this very day. People like my friend, a former FDNY Commissioner Sal Cassano, and uh, people that died in the ensuing two decades from 9-11-related illnesses. So uh, we think about all of them, and we give a commendation to all of the September 11th first responders. I also want to give another posthumous commendation to somebody that passed away yesterday on Staten Island. And the first person to tell me about this was was John Katsimatidis. And uh, Anthony Varvaro grew up on the north shore of Staten Island in Westerly. He retired from Major League Baseball as a pitcher. Played six seasons in the majors. Teams like the Braves and uh, the Red Sox. And then he decided to retire... And become a Port Authority police officer. And yesterday, he was driving um, to the World Trade Center Command for the World Trade Center Memorial when he was killed in a car crash near the Holland Tunnel. This young man, who always wanted to be a police officer and was the perfect example of the drive and determination necessary to be both a Major League Baseball player and a police officer, died. He joined the academy um, the the, the, the very next day after he died. He was a standout student at St. John's University, and uh, he has now passed away, and uh, this is just so sad. Not only has the Port Authority put out a statement, but so have uh, his former Major League Baseball teams, um, including the Atlanta Braves, saying our thoughts and prayers are with the Vervaro family and uh, his colleagues. And uh, this is just terrible, terrible. But a posthumous commendation to Anthony Vervaro, and I will join the Port Authority and the Atlanta Braves in wishing him well. want to give a commendation as well to... Angela Gardias. Angela Gardias is who they call her Dona Angela. 
is a 71-year-old grandmother living in rural Mexico who has all of a sudden very quietly become a viral YouTube hit by sharing homestyle Mexican recipes. This 71-year-old grandmother living in this small Mexican town that I don't even think I can pronounce has surpassed the viewership of culinary icons Gordon Ramsay and Martha Stewart on YouTube. Her channel, De Mi Rancho a Tu Cochina, which is Spanish for From My Ranch to Your Kitchen, has over 4 million subscribers. And her videos get more views than both Gordon Ramsay and Martha Stewart. And this is really impressive. Within two months of the publication of her first video, she had over 100,000 subscribers. No big production team, no fancy demonstration kitchen, no bevy of assistance behind the scenes. This woman, again, the woman's in her 70s. Her kids film her on their cell phones as she cooks in front of a large, flat stove. And she, Dona Angela highlights traditional processes in Mexican cooking. She speaks with a distinctive regional accent, and she's watched by Mexicans around the world hankering for a nostalgic taste of home. Love that story. Giving her, proud to give her a commendation. I want to give a commendation as well to protein and iron. Now, we've known for a long time that protein and iron are both good for you. What we have not known is that uh, eating a diet rich in protein and iron while avoiding shampoos that contain potentially damaging chemicals can help men avoid hair loss. Dr. Susan Masick, a dermatologist at Ohio State University in Columbus, urged men to act as soon as their hairline started to recede by switching to eating more foods like eggs, beef, chickpeas, pumpkin seeds, and black beans. She said the extra protein would help hair follicles grow while the added iron would boost the amount of oxygen red blood cells can carry to cells. The dermatologist also threw her weight behind the readily available 57-cent-a-day medicine minoxidil, which can be given as a low-dose pill to help slow or even reverse hair loss. Other experts have warned against using shampoos that contain sulfites. So there you have it. So if you want to avoid hair loss, protein, iron, commendation for you both. I want to commend the a police captain in Alvin, Texas, by the name of Todd Arendel. <laughs> Josh Walters and his wife said they decided to enjoy a nice evening together. By ordering some food and watching a movie. So they ordered DoorDash. Only one problem. Their DoorDash driver was arrested. And Captain Arundel. <laughs> I almost can't believe this happened, but I'm glad that it did. Captain Arundel arrested their DoorDash driver. Listen to what he did. He took the delivery that the DoorDash driver was going to be making 
and he made it. The cops made the DoorDash delivery drivers delivery complete. So Josh Walters opens the door and the officer says, good evening. Did you order DoorDash? Well, your DoorDash driver's going to jail, but I wanted to get you your food. Now, a typical humble public servant, Captain Arendelle downplayed the interaction, saying it wasn't a big deal, and the officer was just doing his job. Meanwhile, Walter's order still shows the driver should be arriving soon, but apparently we know that will not be the case. So there you have it. Uh, that was a nice story, and I love hearing that. I'm not clear on what the driver was going to jail for. I don't know if it was drugs or something else, but uh, at least they still got their food. I want to commend Pedro Hernandez, a man who raced to the rescue of people who were ejected into the water after their boat crashed north of Key Largo, Florida. Um, Pedro Fernandez was heading to the Florida Keys for dinner on Sunday night when he saw a 29-foot vessel involved in a crash. So he drove closer to lend a helping hand. And first they recovered two ladies. One had their forehead open, pretty bad injury. And then Fernandez said one of the teens who was ejected from the boat was discovered submerged about 15 minutes before she was pulled from the water. So according to Fernandez, we boarded the girl and started doing some CPR talking to 911. She caught a lot of water. For me, she was doing good, but she was unconscious. Cell phone video recorded by Fernandez captures the moment that a Miami-Dade fire rescue helicopter arrived at the scene to pull other victims from the water. Pictures taken at the scene show the wreckage of the boat upside down. Um, This is incredible. This guy jumped right into action and did whatever he could to help rescue the victims of this capsized boat. I want to give a commendation as well to a state where we have a lot of listeners and I happen to have a lot of cousins. This Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, according to new statistics as published from the National Center for Employment Wage Statistics and the Bureau of Labor Statistics, finds that Pennsylvania is the number one state for teacher salaries. Oh, yeah, schools and their staff are top of mind as the school year gets underway. A lot of people starting school this week. Most people started last week, I believe. And teacher pay is at the top of mind for a lot of us. And I'm a big fan of uh, teachers of all stripes, but especially public school teachers. And if you want to get paid well as a school teacher, Pennsylvania is the state for you. I want to also commend Manuka Honey. Manuka Honey could actually help clear deadly drug-resistant lung infections. This is incredible. And now there's a potential new treatment that combines natural Manuka honey with a widely used drug. It's been developed by scientists at Aston University to treat this potentially lethal lung lung infection, and it greatly reduces side effects of one of the current drugs used for its treatment. So these... uh, Findings have been published in the Journal of Microbiology, and they show that the scientists in the Mycobacterial Research Group in the College of Health and Life Scientists, excuse me, Health and Life Sciences, 
were able to combine Manuka honey and the drug Amicacin or Amicacin in a lab-based formulation to treat the harmful bacterial lung infection Mycobacterium abscessus. Manuka honey is long known to have wide-ranging medicinal properties, but more recently, it's been identified for its broad-spectrum antimicrobial activity. I don't know about you. I, I don't plan on getting this lung infection, but I do plan on trying to up my consumption of Manuka honey. I want to commend Tamara Panzino, a nurse who is being applauded for her quick thinking after saving the life of a newborn baby on board a flight to Orlando. So um, this is incredible. A three-month-old by the name of Anjali stopped breathing and her lips went purple during a Spirit Airlines flight. And this baby, this three-month-old baby, was seated three months, excuse me, three rows behind this nurse. And all of a sudden, this nurse finds that there's an emergency, immediately springs into action. The flight attendants, you know, ask if anybody has medical training. And Tamara jumps in to help her. And she saved this three-month-old baby girl. And thankfully, the baby was okay. We don't know why the infant stopped breathing, but the fact that uh, Tamara was there to perform CPR is a miracle. Miracle. I want to commend a gentleman by the name of Clitfod St. Jean, a Boston man who is being hailed as a hero for helping a family escape a burning building over Labor Day weekend. Um, Clitfod St. Jean, as identified by the Boston Globe, leapt into action early Saturday morning after realizing his next-door neighbor's home on Delford Street in Roslindale was on fire. The Boston Fire Department said in a statement that a mother and her two kids were trapped by the heavy blaze while on the second floor of the building. Noticing this, this good Samaritan retrieved an old mattress he had placed against a nearby fence and used it to help them reach safety. So this is a tremendous amount of quick thinking to realize there was a mattress. Very heroic. Neighbors helping neighbors. I love this. Love this. Initially, the family was hesitant to jump from the second story, but their neighbor was ultimately able to change their minds. He said, come on, come on, the fire's coming too close. And the mother then dropped her five-year-old to the man before she and her other child jumped onto the mattress that he placed under the pillow. In total, nine residents, five adults, and four children were displaced by the fire. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. And finally, I want to give a commendation to some kids in Monmouth Beach. And I have friends in Monmouth Beach. And it's a great community. I love Monmouth Beach. And um, these kids in Monmouth Beach, really a couple of kindergartners at the Monmouth Beach Farmer's Market, started a lemonade stand Memorial Day weekend of 2017. Well, six summers later, 
that lemonade stand has collected a grand total of $20,000 for Fulfill, the Neptune, New Jersey-based food bank that serves residents of Monmouth and Ocean counties. Ellen Marowitz, whose twin daughters, Addie and Marnie, were there at the inception of this uh, lemonade stand, said they have no plans to end it. Dubbed Kids Quench Hunger, the lemonade stand just wrapped up its sixth summer as a weekend staple at the farmer's market. They estimate that 25 of Addie and Marnie's classmates in Monmouth Beach Elementary School have chipped in over the years, led by a core group of 10 who've been involved the entire time. I think this is wonderful. I think it teaches children that um, it's important to give something back. Uh, as it's Going back to our previous hour's theme, Ellen Marowitz says, this teaches them that it doesn't matter how wealthy you are, if you have something to give, you can change a person's life with the smallest gesture. So kids quench hunger, ask for a dollar donation per cup of lemonade, but they get $10 donations, $20 donations. They've even had people give $100. Must have been John and Freehold when he was visiting Mammoth Beach, right? So that is this week's list of commendations. If you would care to comment on anybody I have commended, you are certainly welcome to do so. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. We have one, two, three, four open lines. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 